0: are listening to ordinary prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Tuesday, November thirteenth, two 2018, and we read from 1 Samuel. Today's reading is unique. Rarely do the Hebrew Scriptures ever highlight a woman's story. But today, the focus is all on Hannah. Hannah is one of two wives. Unlike the other wife, Hannah cannot bear children. Her infertility causes her grief. The other wife makes fun of her. Her husband does not understand. Even Eli, the prophet, thinks she's out of her mind. Unlike other characters in the Bible, Hannah exacts no revenge, nor looks for any relief apart from God. Despite all the confusion of support around her, she speaks to God, and God listens, and God delivers her from her suffering, and all she wants is for God to see her pain and not to forget her. Perhaps as you listen to her story, you may think of your own, has there ever been a time you just wanted your own suffering to be seen by God? Let us listen to 1 Samuel chapter 1 verses 4 through 20. Whenever he sacrificed, Elkanah would give parts of the sacrifice to his wife, Peninnah, and to all her sons and daughters. But he would give only one part of it to Hannah, though he loved her because the Lord had kept her from conceiving. And because the Lord had kept Hannah from conceiving, her rival would make fun of her mercilessly, just to bother her. So that is what took place year after year. Whenever Hannah went to the Lord's house, Peninnah would make fun of her, Then she would cry and wouldn't eat anything. "'Hannah, why are you crying?' her husband Elkanah would say to her. "'Why won't you eat? Why are you so sad? Aren't I worth more to you than ten sons?' One time, after eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah got up and presented herself before the Lord. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting in the door by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. Hannah was very upset and couldn't stop crying as she prayed to the Lord. Then she made this promise. Lord of heavenly forces, just look at your servant's pain and remember me. Don't forget your servant. Give her a boy, then I'll give him to the Lord for his entire life. No razor will ever touch his head. As she kept praying before the Lord, Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was silent. So Eli thought she was drunk. How long will you act like a drunk? Sober up, Eli told her. No, sir, Hannah replied. I'm just a very sad woman. I haven't had any wine or beer, but i have been pouring my heart out to the Lord. Don't think your servant is some good-for-nothing woman. This whole time I've been praying out my great worry and trouble. Eli responded, Then go in peace, and may the God of Israel give you what you asked from him. Please think well of me, your servant, Hannah said. Then the woman went on her way, ate some food, and wasn't sad any longer. They got up the next morning and worshipped the Lord. Then they went back home to Ramah. Elkanah had sex with his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So in the course of time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, which means, I asked the Lord for him. years ago, I decided to hold what we called a David Letterman Christmas for a senior high youth group. We divided students into small groups, each with two adult leaders. The groups were given a list of places to visit, a list of questions to ask Christmas shoppers, and a camcorder to record their responses. The questions were random and obnoxious. How much do reindeer weigh? If Santa's sleigh landed on your roof and damaged it, would you sue him or not? Would you really be happy getting socks as a Christmas present? They were to ask every person what they were doing in the store. If they said Christmas shopping, we asked them if they believed in Jesus. This question produced the most interesting responses. It was like opening a window into someone's soul. The answers ranged from frustration to joy to confusion. One person got really mad at us for suggesting a connection between Christmas shopping and Jesus. His response revealed the deep anger dwelling within him none of us could see from the outside. The response from a young woman working in the drive through at the McDonald's has remained with me my entire life. When we asked her if she believed in Jesus, she fell silent and looked away into the darkness. For a moment, the silliness of the evening turned into something profound. Our questions seemed to spark a deep question within her soul. It was not a question of whether she believed But did Jesus believe in her? Could he even see her? I enjoy watching people in public places. It's fun trying to guess what is going on in their life. However, looking at people is not the same as seeing what is actually going on inside them. That is a view few people rarely give to the outside world, and sometimes not even to those who are closest to them. Hannah's story speaks to the person hiding a deep pain, a wound that the world does not seem to understand. The people in her life model how the world responds to our inner grief. Some see the hurt and make fun of it. Others, like her husband Elkanah, brush over the wound and tries to focus on something else. And then there are some, like the prophet Eli, who thinks she's out of her mind. Hannah's request is simple. She wants to be seen beyond the exterior image. She wants the Lord of Heavenly Forces to see her pain. It made me think about how often we cover up what hurts us most when we actually want someone to see it. Not to say we want to wear our emotions on our sleeve, but there's always someone we want to take notice of us. The one who Hannah desires to see her pain is the same one the young woman in the McDonald's drive-thru needed. They both know the limitation of human intelligence. Some pain needs more than a positive attitude or words of affirmation. It needs to be seen, remembered. And taken away by the one with the power to do it. I was thinking of these thoughts as I listened to her prayer Lord of heavenly forces, just look at your servant's pain and remember me. Don't forget your servant. When have you hidden something painful from others? And how was hiding the pain helpful or harmful? What do you want God to see and remember so it can be taken away? Whose pain would you like to be seen by God? I invite you to take this time to lift them up in prayer now. Let us listen one more time to an excerpt from 1 Samuel chapter 1. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting in the door by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. Hannah was very upset and couldn't stop crying as she prayed to the Lord. Then she made this promise. Lord of heavenly forces, just look at your servant's pain and remember me. Don't forget your servant. Give her a boy, then I'll give him to the Lord for his entire life. No razor will ever touch his head. As she kept praying before the Lord, Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was silent. So Eli thought she was drunk. How long will you act like a drunk? Sober up, Eli told her. No, sir, Hannah replied. I'm just a very sad woman. I haven't had any wine or beer, but I've been pouring my heart out to the Lord. Don't think your servant is some good-for-nothing woman. This whole time I've been praying out my great worry and trouble. Eli responded, Then go in peace, and may the God of Israel give you what you asked from him. As we pray together, I invite you to consider those who have no home, have lost their home, or are far from home. Consider the homeless, immigrants, exiles, victims of oppression, those who are going through trials beyond our understanding, especially the victims of war, violence, and the fires in California. May they all be delivered from all anxiety, fear, and pain. So let us now pray together a prayer from the Tizay community. Jesus, our peace. You never abandon us. And the Holy Spirit always opens a way forward, the way which consists in casting ourselves into God as into the depths. And astonishment arises. Those depths are not an abyss of darkness. They are God, phantomless depths of compassion and innocence. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen. Now may God grant you freedom, may Christ set you free to love, and may the Holy Spirit go where you go and protect you on your way. Amen.